Good afternoon and welcome to 1 p.m. Weekly News, where we bring you the latest news and stories on climate change and sustainability. I'm your host, Anton Krieger. This episode is brought to you by NextGen Clean Energy Solutions, your sustainability easy button from concept to completion. Let's get into it. Colleges throughout the country are implementing a new way to heat and cool their campuses. The process is called GeoExchange. GeoExchange works like a heat storage bank. In the summer, heat is drawn out of the warm buildings, which cools them, and transfers the water that is sent deep down into pipes underground. The heated water is stored beneath the frost line and warm surrounding rock. In the wintertime, the heated water is pumped back up through the pipe systems in the buildings. Working in tandem with heat pumps, the impact of the carbon footprint can be up to 90%. Large projects that cost hundreds of millions of dollars pay for themselves in just 10 to 20 years. Besides making large strides to becoming carbon neutral, the colleges are receiving enthusiastic support from students, faculty, staff, and alumni. The decision to move forward on approving the largest gas export terminal in the United States has been paused for a year by the U.S. government amid concerns about the environmental impacts on climate change, the economy, and national security. Called Calcasieu Pass 2, or CP2, the natural gas export terminal would cost $10 billion and be located along the shipping channel that connects Lake Charles, Louisiana to the Gulf of Mexico. This comes at a time when the United States leads the world in both liquefied natural gas exports and oil and gas production. The project would first require an approval from the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, and then will shift to the Energy Department for consideration. The Naval Surface Warfare Center has been testing weapons and munitions on the Potomac River for over 100 years. Located about 53 miles south of Washington, D.C., the Navy has, by its own estimates, discharged over 33 million pounds of munitions into the river that include 225 tons of toxic heavy metal manganese and 15,000 tons of iron. In response, environmental advocates and petitioners filed a note of intent to sue the Navy under the Endangered Species Act and the Clean Water Act. The Navy has in turn agreed to obtain a pollution discharge permit that will include regulatory safeguards. A study by a nonprofit called the Environmental Working Group analyzed the U.S. Department of Defense records and found that in 63 military bases in 29 states, there were approximately 3,000 drinking water wells that were contaminated with PFOS or forever chemicals. South Korea's parliament has made a landmark decision to ban the country's dog meat trade. It's now illegal to open dog farms, slaughterhouses, and processing facilities that are related to dog meat, a tradition in South Korea that has been around for centuries. With rapid globalization and urbanization giving rise to the number of people owning pets, the demand for dog meat has fallen significantly in just the last two decades. The Korean Association of Edible Dogs say that the legislation will impact approximately 3,500 farms, 3,000 restaurants, and 1.5 million dogs. The law goes into effect in 2027, giving the industry a three-year grace period to transition away from the trade. Once in force, violators will face penalties of up to three years in prison, along with a $23,000 fine. Animal rights organizations have hailed the move. Quote, while my heart breaks for all the millions of dogs, 
for whom this change has come too late. I am overjoyed that South Korea can now close this miserable chapter in our history and embrace a dog-friendly future, said Hyung Ah, a popular South Korean singer, actress, and entertainer. Since 2020, 11 circular economy startups have emerged as unicorns with a value of over $1 billion each. What these companies share are circular economic principles like eliminating waste and pollution, regenerating nature, and circulating products and materials. For example, secondhand fashion company Vinted was valued at $3.81 billion in 2021, and in the same year, they saved 453 kilotons of carbon dioxide. Another company is Appeal, which is valued at $2 billion and addresses single-use plastic and global food waste by coating fresh produce with an edible plant-based layer that allows fruit and vegetables to stay fresh up to three times longer. Yet another company is Notpla that replaces fossil fuel-based single-use plastic packaging with a seaweed-based solution, which is a low-impact material that can absorb up to 20 times more CO2 than land forests. Circular economy startups are already having a far-reaching and long-lasting impact. Stay tuned. Those are the latest top-line stories from the sustainability universe. Please join us again next week for a new episode of 1PM Weekly News. 